Hey guys, today I have a really special guest. Um, Terry Power is joining me today. And you may find that I'm about to nerd out more than any episode of Focus on This ever. Um, but before I get into nerding out, I want to say hi to Terry. Hey, Terry. Hey, how are you? Good. So the reason that I have Terry on the show with me today is she is a full focus planner certified pro when it comes to the planner. Uh, she knows the ins and outs of it, but she is also a coach for the Enneagram. And so she's going to be sharing a little bit about how the full focus system and the Enneagram can work together, maybe some obstacles you might find um, based on your Enneagram type. So Terry, tell everybody just a quick who you are and maybe when you started using the Full Focus Planner. Okay, so my name is Terry Power and um, I am a certified pro and an Enneagram coach, life coach. And I started using the planner probably about a year before COVID started as I started my coaching business. And so I've been using it since then. Started all because of this podcast. Um, my husband had tried to talk me into it. He's a five, all about the data. I'm a nine. I was like, nope, not going there. Don't want someone to tie me down. I need a planner that I can change, which I have to say, I'm beyond excited about the loose leaf planner now. Um, but that was why I didn't want to use the planner. So y'all just solved that problem. Um, <laughs> and so I listened to the program and saw how it was so flexible, but it was a good system. So that's how I got involved. And for everybody listening right now that is like nine, five, what are these numbers? Don't worry. We're going to give you a quick overview of the Enneagram. So we'll do that in just a moment. Can I do the show welcome now? Ooh, that was so good, Corny. <laughs> that was, I was really, uh, that transition into the theme is really nice. I'm trying to say great job. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Courtney Baker here with certified pro Terry Power. Hey, Terry, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. So, Terry, I kind of you know, told everybody, if you've never heard of the Enneagram, I'm not sure how you did that over the past few years, but if you've never heard of it, Terry, can you just give everybody a quick overview of what the Enneagram is and what the nine numbers are? Yes. So the Enneagram is just a tool. It's a personality tool. It goes into basic nine numbers. Enneagram means 
nine and gram. So it's just a simple, there's a diagram that has nine numbers on it. It goes simple, just understanding your number down into the weeds of extremely detailed. We'll definitely stay surface today as we're introing it, but it really just helps you figure out what your motivations are, what your fears are, and kind of what motivates you to, to move in life. Do you want to just give everybody kind of a, if they're like, okay, so how do I, you know, maybe what each one of the numbers are? I know you mentioned you're a nine, your husband's a five, Nick on this podcast is a four, I'm a three. So what are those numbers just at a high level? Sure. So each each number, like I said, has kind of a major desire and major fears. But we'll go through just the quick numbers real quick. Ones are more of your perfectionist, purposeful. They're very ethical. Um, and they often have like what they call an inner critic that's always telling them what they're doing wrong. So they're who you go to if you need advice, if you need things ethical. Um, when you're looking at twos, there are our helpers, our people pleasers. They want to help the world be a better place. They always have time for you. Um, and they often don't have time for themselves. Um, and so, um, we look at that threes are very driven, a competitive, very successful, um, and they love helping when they're very healthy. They love helping other people be successful and reach their goals. So they're great at that. Um, fours are very expressive, sensitive, thoughtful. Uh, fours love beauty. Um, they like being unique. They do not like being like anyone else. And so they're always looking for something that separates them from everyone else. Fives are very analytical. They conserve their energy. They always learning. Um, and they are great about knowing just about everything. Um, and I always say that all, they literally know everything because they're not going to give you an answer if they're not 100% sure they're right. So you can always trust a five there. Sixes are res- the responsible ones. They're very engaging. They're always looking at preparing plans or who you want in an emergency. Uh, they kind of go to worst case scenario, though. And so they can live in fear sometimes as they're planning. Our sevens are our party people, our fun, adventurous, out there, extremely energetic, extremely goal-driven as well, want to do everything and anything. Your eights are our very self-confident, decisive, intense people, but they're very resilient. There are a lot of leaders. They like to be in control because they don't want to be betrayed. And so they're out there um, leading the way a lot of times. They are very intense at times. They really don't even know how intense they are, but to the rest of the numbers, eights can be very intense. And then we have our nines, which are very laid back, flexible, accommodating. They're natural mediators. They tend to kind of merge into other people, though, because they want peace internally and outside as well. So that's just kind of a quick summary. It goes deeper, but that's kind of letting people know kind of where people fit in and and move. And you can kind of use other numbers as well along the way. So that's super helpful. And and hopefully for those of you that are listening, uh, that maybe have never taken an Enneagram test or never heard of this, you you may be able to intuitively know, you know, maybe where you would fall. Um, And then I'm sure there are lots of people that are like, no, they're subtype and they're, you know, uh, all the, all the things and the counter types and the, you know. Okay, if you notice uh, that Terry's audio just got way better, it's because we changed mics. So there you go. Uh, Before you even hear Terry, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. But Terry, for people that, you know, maybe haven't ever 
done an assessment for the Enneagram. I would love for you to just share with them why that might be helpful if they're interested in it. Well, I think the biggest thing with the Enneagram is using it to find out what your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, what your kind of your core motivations are. And so if you figure out what your personality type is, then you can really lean into those portions of the planner. So if you know what your strengths are, then you're going to use those section of the planners. But if you have some weaknesses, the planner can support and really help you to grow in those areas as well. So the importance of understanding too, and you see this on the community a lot, someone will ask a question and someone's like, absolutely not. It's I do it this way. And other people are like, no, do it this way. A lot depends on what your personality type is and where you're leaning into it. And so mm-hmm. even if you don't know exactly or don't find out exactly what you're type is. It's the knowledge that we all see things differently and look through different lenses. And so one, you can understand your coworkers or other people in your family that use the planner. You may approach it differently and that's okay. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just means what works for each person. Okay. So I think it would be really fun to kind of do the same thing that we just did and kind of go around and talk about each Enneagram number and then maybe some areas of the planner that they may want to, you know, examine further based on their personality type. So Terry, you want to kick us off and just start at uh, Enneagram 1. Sure. Enneagram 1s are great. They're our perfectionist. And like I said, they're very hardworking. They are the ones that are afraid to use the planner. They do not want to mark in the planner. They want it. They're so afraid. It's so pretty and perfect that I have a lot mm-hmm. of clients who just are like, I don't know. So the first thing for ones is write in it. Just write in it. Just do it. Yeah. Go for it. Erasable pens. Huge, huge thing. Yeah. I didn't even think about the erasable pens. Terry, I, we had a certified pro and I cannot, do you remember who it was that gave me this um, hack? And I love it so much. I used it on our onboarding webinar recently. And it was just to turn to a random page and take a pen and just mark in it because it can't be perfect anymore. You know, it's like, we've already done that. It's not going to be perfect from here on out. Would, do you think that would be helpful for our Enneagram ones? Kind of like what you just said. I do think it. they all just cringed greatly when you said just mark all <laughs> over it. Um, but no, I think it would be great. But if nothing else, a lot of times what I encourage is to go through and write some affirmations or things on pages in the future, even if it's nicely done, or just to start working on those goals. And again, use erasable. So if you make a mistake, you can cross it out. And I can decide if the new loose leaf is going to be the amazing thing for ones or it's going to freak them out because they won't know how to set it up um, because it won't have the right way. But allowing that freedom, <laughs> you know, to do that and not be afraid. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I think for ones is task management and going through and using the delegation, understanding how important it is that people don't always do things the way you do it and allow other mm-hmm. people and stretch that way. So I think going through those daily tasks and and your weekly previews, when you're really looking at what can be de- delegated, ones really needs to spend time on that because otherwise they just want to do everything themselves. Yeah, that's great. Really helpful. Okay, so what about Enneagram type twos? Well, twos, um, they need the planner for several reasons. One, they definitely need the planner to keep up with everything they've promised that they will do. Um, mm. You need a place to write it all down because they're constantly doing things. But before they do that, they need to go through their goals. And I think the goal page, detail page is so important because they need to decide what's right for them, not for everyone else. Yeah. And going through those whys are huge. 
And then they are great with the planner with, especially in the newer planner with the large weekly uh, layouts. That's a great place for them to do meal planning, write down when they're going to cover this person, when they're delivering meals. It's just a great overview. Then when they look at the overview, they can make sure that they have some time for them and their goals in there because they will promise all their time to everyone else. And so it's really important to use the planner for twos to set some boundaries. Nick, I'm kind of just like, should I just bounce out of here and just like Terry run? I mean, these are so helpful. Okay, what about my type, Enneagram 3s, using the planner? Well, and I'm sure, you know, we've heard rumors, and I think isn't Michael a 3 as well? (laughs) He is, yes. So it is a natural fit for 3s. So we, we call the, the planner home for the threes. I've, I don't have a lot of client threes because they just take the planner and they go with it. But the parts of the planner they tend to like to ignore is where we kind of focus when we're looking is using it to make sure you're balanced, looking at those life domains, making sure that it's just not about work, that you're taking time to rest. Uh, weekly previews, looking into those self-care. Threes do not like to do that. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I know that I've certainly had to do a lot of work um, to take the time to say, okay, this this other, um, you know, obviously now years in, much easier than it used to be. So for all the Enneagram 3s out there that are like, it's just not possible for my personality type, um, I can tell you it is. It just takes practice and a lot of grace uh, for yourself. But, you know, over time, I can certainly attest to those being really helpful. Not always the things I want to lean into, but probably the things I need to lean into. Okay, Terry, what about Enneagram 4s? Nick Nick is whoop-whooping. Our 4s, they are definitely, they are creative, thoughtful. They tend to fight the planners sometimes because they like the, they like the (laughs) the pretty planners, the lots of room to draw, bullet kind of things. But I tell them it's what they need though is structure so often. Fours are always wanting to be what other people have. They're always looking towards someone else. And I'm like, well, if you'll look towards that, look at how you really feel and what you can achieve. The planner is the perfect structure for fours. And so it allows you to be creative. And I do think the loose leaf is going to be great for them because they can add things, do things, move it around so it doesn't look like anyone else's. That's important. And really taking time to go into those goals, set goals for yourself, and the rituals. Uh, rituals for fours are so, so important. They hate routines and rituals. They want to do whatever they feel like. Nines are right there with them. So it's so important to get into that morning routine, that day, the startups, the shutdowns especially, because they just kind of want to end the day and not think about it and really prepare for that next day. So the fours who fight the planners probably benefit almost, you know, the ones of us that don't plan as well have such an importance of getting into the planner and using it. Okay, Nick, I feel like this is your spot. You got to chime in here on like, how do those resonate with you? Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't do a lot of drawing in my planner. That's actually not an issue for me. But um, the need for structure to take my brain and go, you know, what has to happen today is very nice. And I do feel a lot of like shame around when I fail to complete a big three or something. So there's a lot of emotional work that has to go into like allowing imperfection in that way. So that's a real struggle for me 
So true. I work with a lot of my fours and it's about instead of asking what did you accomplish this week, especially on the weekly preview, we talk about listing your wins and then how did you feel about it and how can you lean towards feeling more successful and looking at ones have to do the same thing, how to look at partial achievement as success Mm -hmm. because we're fours dream way too big, which is awesome. They dream really big, but then they get disappointed when they can't do it. And so, yes, and journaling Journal, journal, journal. Use it as a journal. Get the journal. Um, that works well for force to think through that and to stick with it. Finding accountability helps too. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Okay, what about Enneagram 5s? So fives, they are analytical thinkers. They're always researching. So they have to be really careful as they'll set their goals. Then they'll spend all their time researching and setting the planner up and not taking steps. So it's very important. I think the goal detail page to go through those next steps um, is very important for them and using the smarter goal framework to make sure their goals are clear and defined. Otherwise, they'll get really scattered and kind of go all over the place looking at reasons to do it. And then I guess the last thing for them is the ideal week. I think it's so important to block out times because they need time to energize. And they're ones I used to, my husband's a five, and we used to recommend put all your meetings at once in one time a day, but sometimes that overwhelms them. So really looking at how you block things for your energy. All right. What about Enneagram six? Oh, sixes are amazing, but they like goals, but they like small goals. They have a really hard time when you try to ask them to do annual goals. I have clients who still will only do monthly. They won't even do quarterly with me hardly. And it's really important. Wow. That's fascinating. Take that time. Yeah. It's hard on them because they're afraid they'll do something wrong or they don't have the 
backup plan for it. So really going through your best year ever, really starting the beginning of the year, taking time to set those yearly goals for sixes is very important. Um, and using weekly big threes and daily big threes to take small steps towards it so that they will keep moving and not get paralyzed with fear. Um, and routines, they love routines. So that's the first thing I have sixes do when I introduce them to the planner is making sure they're using those daily routines because they love it. That's awesome. Okay, what about uh, the life of the party, Enneagram 7s? Sevens, sevens they, they're opposite. You can't stop them from making 27, 30 goals. I'm like, okay, guys, really, pick out one or two. <laughs> That's all we need. But they're like, I, and they probably can do it all. They have so much energy, but they get easily distracted. So rituals is good for them, but to slow down and reflect Oh, quarterly previews and weekly previews are essential for sevens because you have to be realistic. You have to review what you're doing. Otherwise, you get distracted by all the fun stuff around. This would be more fun than what is in front of me. So I, yeah. I think really leaning in, celebrate your wins as sevens. And then they're the one of the few people on smarter goals that I say, be careful about the word risky. Everyone else mm -hmm. defines risky, like a nine's risky, the sevens would laugh at versus a sevens risky is like what you, they really need reasonable. So sevens really need to look at the reasonable part of goals too, is don't go so risky that you're not going to be able to achieve, you know, yeah. and like I said, a thousand goals this year. Right. It's like, they want to push into that delusional zone. Um, and to them, they're like, no, that's so realistic. Um, but so that, yeah, the rest of us would be like, no, that's delusional. Uh, that's a good word for Enneagram 7s of like, maybe run this, you know, by your friend that's an Enneagram 6 and see what yes. they think of. Yeah, that's great. Okay, what about Enneagram 8s? 8s are great. They love goals. They're amazing leaders. They push hard. So one thing about it is making sure you go through your goals, making sure that how the goals affect the people around you and that if you're on a team or a leader, that you're not taking off with your own goals and not aware of where your team or your family is going. Um, the other thing is really good to use the delegation with them as well. They don't like to delegate. Um, trust your instincts and stay with your goals. Quarterly goal review is great for them, but a lot of times they'll try to start new goals every quarter because they just get overly excited about whatever they're in in the moment. They have a little bit of that seven, two in them. And so really staying focused and answering those questions, going through what worked, the after action review and slowing down is so important for the eights. I love that. It's like relevance, that relevance piece in uh, the smarter goal framework uh, as being really important. That's awesome. Okay. Last number, Enneagram nines, which Terry I would love for you to share about, but also share because you're an Enneagram nine, you, you know, your hesitancy to use the full focus planner. If you would share a little bit about your own story too. Yes. Well, I will. My husband who, like I said, is a five introduced me to the planner and I saw it and I was like, no, this isn't a binder. I can't change it. I can't add my own stuff. I can't get distracted with a lot of things, which is what I like to do as a nine. Nines are really laid back. We tend to merge into what other people want. We are extremely productive. We will move. I call it the roller coaster. We get going and we go downhill and we move at speed. But if something blocks us and we don't have the energy to go back up, we get stuck. 
And so using the planner, I was hesitant. My husband finally introduced me to this podcast, which showed, and the community, which showed that you can use different styles. And so I was willing to try it. And what I found out is as nines, we need something to keep us going. And so using the planner, first of all, the life kind of review or setting goals, finding out what you really want, which we, most nines don't know what they want really helps in setting goals for yourself. Um, for years, I wanted to start a business and I was just didn't think I had the energy. But using the planner really helped to set out those goals. Listing the wins is so important. Keeping weekly goal, big three in front of you. I put a week, my weekly big three on a post-it note and it goes to every single day so that when I'm doing my daily big three, I don't even have to turn back in the planner. It's right there. So nines have to keep goals in front of them on the wall around the place because we get easily distracted. We are a little bit it's like sevens. We want to have fun um, and we're afraid to move. So do those week, those big daily big threes are so important. But when you have a list, if you can't decide what to do, randomly pick something, just move. Nines just need to move. And so it makes such a difference to have the planner there um, to help you keep going. That is so helpful. And I think for everybody listening, hopefully, um, you know, if you know your Enneagram type, hopefully there were some nuggets of how you can best use it or maybe some areas that you just have never um, utilized, you know, maybe like rituals or that you can say, hey, I want to try that out because maybe it's not the thing that you intuitively or naturally your personality wouldn't be drawn to. Um, so I think that's really exciting. And then again, if you've never taken the Enneagram test, you know, maybe that's something you want to try and then come back and listen to this episode um, and think through some ways to kind of uh, maybe challenge your planner usage a little bit or give you some fresh ways to think about it in light of your personality. Terry, this has been so fun. It's so thought provoking uh, with how you use the Enneagram and the full focus system. Any final thought uh, for our listeners today? I think the biggest thing is just realizing that the full focus planner is a fit for every personality type. And the key is if, or if you use the planner and you don't know your personality type, digging into how you work, how you think, self-awareness is so important as just day, achieving goals, leadership. So take both types, learn your personality type, and then figure out what part of that planner works. And then challenge yourself, as you said, to use other areas that might help you grow in what's not natural for you. I will also just add to that, if you have somebody in your life that you've been trying to get to use the planner and you've just been unsuccessful, this might be a great episode to have them listen to so that they can you know, hear Terry talk about these different areas and where they might find a win for their personality. Well, Terry, thank you so much for being with us today. If you are listening and you're like, hey, how do I work with a certified, a Full Focus certified pro like Terry? You can always find them at fullfocus.co slash directory. Make sure that you're searching earners. Um, you also can find Terry and our other pros in our Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. Uh, they are in there answering questions. There's so much knowledge that you can find in that group. We'll also include how to find and connect with Terry in today's show notes. Terry, thanks again for joining us. This has been just a fantastic, thought-provoking episode. 
I will be back next week with another episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so share it with your friends. And don't forget to join us over on the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. I'll be back next week with another great episode. Until then, stay Stay focused. It's really hard when we're delayed. Trust me. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.